podcast of Sema. Sema is short for Spooky to Ask Me Anything. It is an interview-style program that features one guest expert every week answering any of your questions in the area of their expertise. Today's expert couldn't make it, so I'm here to fill in. <laughs> this program will broadcast live and will provide audiences a new experience of interacting with the experts directly and receiving valuable advice and answers to the questions and concerns on Spooky 2, Rife, and general health matters. We will begin by focusing on the Spooky 2 Rife system. Then we will expand to broader Rife and health topics to provide as much information as you need to provide <laughs> to live a happy and healthy life. Each episode will last around 60 minutes. Our guest SAMA expert will talk about their chosen subject for the first 30 to 40 minutes. And you'll be able to submit questions during which, um, well, after which they can answer these questions as part of the QA portion of the show. Each episode will be recorded and be available for viewing on the Spooky2 videos website. We will have an audio podcast available as well. If you have any questions or suggestions on the program, please feel free to contact us via email at sama at spooky2rife.com. If you have got knowledge of a certain subject and wish to share this knowledge with other people, please contact us. We'd love to have you on this show. Don't worry about the technical side of things. We'll take care of everything. Well, today's show, the very first one, I'm going to be talking about the anatomy of Spooky 2, the way that the components are joined together, how they're controlled, and their purposes. Okay, the first thing, the anatomy of Spooky 2. Spooky 2 is composed of many components, all connected together and functioning. The thing that controls the components is the software. The Spooky 2 software is quite a powerful package. It um, controls the generator so that the generator can provide the signals to the amplifier, which is our Spooky 2, and our various accessories. It also controls our biofeedback system, which is our Spooky Pulse. The um, generator can have what we call a spooky boost connected to it. The spooky boost increases the power that the generator puts out. The uh, spooky boost can have many accessories connected onto it. It can have um, a coil connected. You can connect our spooky central even to the, to the spooky boost. The spooky boost can make colloidal silver and provide safe contact mode treatment sessions. There's also our cold laser accessory, which we'll be talking about later. That can also connect, the, connect directly either to the generator or through Spooky Boost. Okay. The brain of Spooky is the software. The heart of Spooky is the generator. The generator 
converts the signals from the brain, if you like, into frequencies that the accessories use to treat. Um, the generator can interface directly with our Spooky Central. The Spooky Central um, drives our plasma device, our plasma tubes. Um, the Spooky Pulse is used for determining the ideal frequencies to apply so you can be healed. Um, I'm going to cover now the different transmission modes that Spooky2 has. Uh, the first one is the remote treatments. This is one of the very first ways that Spooky2 used to apply healing frequencies. Uh, Spooky Remote uh, works through scalar transmission uh, through quantum entanglement. What you apply to a sample DNA gets reflected in your own DNA and you can be anywhere in the world and the frequencies will still reach you. So that's a very convenient means of treatment. Another way that Spooky2 can apply frequencies is through the coil, the pulsed EMF. Uh, this coil can plug directly into your generator and um, you get these healing frequencies that way. We have cold laser, which also connects onto the generator, and that directly, um, the photons from the laser get absorbed by your cells, and this extra energy is used for healing. It's fantastic for general healing and for detoxing. We've got the powerful laser, which is supplying particles which go firing out through the pass out from the tube, and um, these particles are at a determined frequency that also heal you from conditions. Uh, okay, I'm getting a bit ahead of myself here. I think I've got a lot, of, a lot ahead of myself here. This is our first run. I'm, I'm very nervous, but I'm, I'm sure you can tolerate that. Um, <laughs> thank you. I think I've covered all the, the uh, frequency uh, methods that Spooky2 uses. There's, um, there's other systems that people use as well, like even the coil. People can imprint frequencies into a solution, and that's been effective for many people. So Spooky2 is very much a system that's continually growing. But I want to also cover the advantages of several of the systems. I've already covered the advantages, or some of the advantages, of the speaker remote. Um, the biggest advantage really is convenience. It's not certainly the fastest way of um, applying frequencies, but because you don't have to be sitting down and touching anything, holding hand cylinders or anything like this, you can treat yourself 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's not any um, inconvenience to you. You can do whatever you like, and, and you do progressively get better. Um, other treatment, um, other ways of applying frequencies are um, contact mode. Now, the contact mode, we've recently expanded our accessory range. Um, in the past, we just had the hand cylinders where you hold onto these metal cylinders and the frequencies go directly into your body. Um, that was very good because it's quick, 
um, it's certainly effective. It's got years of um, proven um, evidence that it does work very well. Um, but we've come up with other accessories to make things more convenient. Um, we've come up with non-metallic hand cylinders. We've got conductive gloves, socks, and sleeves that fit over your arms and your legs. And so it's more comfortable to sit down during these treatment sessions and apply these frequencies by contact. The um, other method that we use for applying frequencies is cold laser. Now cold laser can be pulsed to apply frequencies um, according to the programs that are in the database within the Spooky2 software. But you can also use it with slow pulses, in which case it's the wavelengths of the laser itself which is providing the healing. The wavelength that our cold laser uses is between 640 and 660 nanometers. And that's the range, the healing range, which is ideal for tissue. Um, quite often when your tissue gets diseased, the energy level gets reduced and the cold laser applies photons directly into the cell, which gives it the energy to self-heal. The disadvantage of laser, of course, is that it can't travel straight through your body like contact mode can. And so it's really good for superficial wounds or for um, detoxing of your blood, perhaps. You can place these um, cold laser transmitting unit directly over a, a blood vessel and so your blood will get exposed to the healing laser light. The pulse EMF coil of Spooky, they can connect directly either to your generator or to our Spooky central unit. This coil provides magnetic waves that induce vibration in the cells which are being targeted. They can be high frequencies, in which case it's um, really doing um, its target as a small cell, or it can be slow entrainment frequencies. Um, the advantages of Spooky Coil is that it, it's comfortable to use, it can be placed anywhere, and treatment times are generally not very long. Disadvantages are you've got to be close to the generator because the coil has got to be connected by a wire. The plasma unit is a very interesting way of applying frequencies. Um, yes, you do have to be um, close to the tube for it to be effective, um, but it's a very powerful way of applying frequencies. The very first machines that Royal Rife made were plasma machines and he got startling results and um, we are following in his footsteps and trying to replicate his results. And we found our Spooky Central to be quite remarkable in what it can achieve. Um, so plasma of all the methods of applying frequencies is the most powerful. The um, treatment times are generally short. We generally recommend around 30 minutes as a 
as a baseline. But you can even use it overnight. You can have the plasma tube next to you as you sleep. But please remember to keep the tube um, well ventilated because it will get hot. Because it's such a powerful device, it gives off heat. And that must be um, not allowed to build up. Okay. I'm trying to think what the next one was. Um, okay. Uh, I've covered the contact, coil, tube. There's ultrasonic as well. We have an ultrasonic transmitter that connects into our spooky central. Uh, this, the signal from the ultrasonic is, a, is mathematically related to the main frequency that's running through our spooky central. And so the idea is to run it in conjunction with the plasma so that the two work hand in hand. Actually, our spooky central has got facility for coil and contact as well, but they work differently to how I've previously discussed. The frequency is a fixed frequency, and the signal has been designed to be a very sharp signal. So in a way, it increases the effectiveness of the main method of application, which is the plasma. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to um, go through a few questions which people have um, given us. Um, the first question, or the first series of questions is regarding speaker remote. Uh, the first question is, how does speaker remote actually work? It all sounds unbelievable. Uh, well, the answer is yes. <laughs> it does sound unbelievable. Um, Spooky Remote uses the principles of quantum entanglement. When you clip your fingernail, that fragment of fingernail that you've clipped off remains attached to your, your fingernail that you cut it from, but not physically attached. Um, the particles are attached. They've still got a relationship between the two. It's um, quantum entanglement and it's association through distance. So you can actually apply frequencies to your fingernail and the receiving the recipient, which shares that DNA, which is yourself, will also receive these frequencies. And so this is how the speaker remote actually works. You apply frequencies to the sample and the frequencies get mirrored in your own body. And yes, it still sounds unbelievable. <laughs> the second question, if I want to try try a remote treatment, what should I do? Well, I guess it, the question is asking really the mechanics. How do you set up a remote treatment? Um, well, you cut off a fragment of your DNA. We recommend fingernails because that DNA is long-lasting. But you can use saliva on a piece of paper. You just let the saliva dry. And the DNA will be on the paper. Or you can use a sample of blood. Um, in some instances, whether you know, so they've um, people have used a sample of um, the diseased part, like squeezed out a bit of the infection, and used that within speaker remote, and that has actually proven to be very effective. Um, and they've and they've they've put that between the uh, speaker true. I'm getting ahead of myself, but generally what you do is you put the DNA sample between the two 
printed circuit boards on the speaker remote. You slide, you put the DNA in a piece of tape, fold the tape over, and you slide the tape into the speaker remote. We recommend that you put the name and the date on the um, DNA sample because quite often you'll, you, what happens is that people ask you to treat them themselves and you don't want to mix the DNA up. It just keeps things well organized. And then you set up Spooky to apply frequencies to the Spooky remote and um, walk away. Over the course of time, you'll feel that there's an improvement in your condition. And then, you know, not soon after that, um, not long after that, I mean, um, you'll find that the condition has been fully resolved. It's quite often the case. Okay, so that's one page. Um, does Spooky Remote work at the same efficiency no matter how far away the person is to the generator? Well, yes, <laughs> it does. Um, some people have said that it seems to work better when they are close to the Spooky Remote. Some clinics have the Spooky Remote next to the person on a chair. In the, so the person's getting treatment whilst they're in the clinic. Um, reports back have been that it seems to be more effective. It may be. We're still investigating this. But we do know that it is effective over every distance that we've, we've um, tried. We've gone from country to country. We haven't tried planet to planet. We're still waiting for someone to test that out for us. Maybe next week one of our listeners can report back. Can you use hair in speaker remote? And then normally what sources of DNA do you use? Well, I've already suggested using nails because nails are a very stable form of DNA. Can you use hair? Uh, no. Uh, hair itself does not contain DNA, but there is a portion of the hair that does, and that's the root of the hair. Um, if you're follicle challenged, like myself, um, it's best to use nails because every hair is precious. <laughs> Can urine be used as DNA sample? Uh, again, generally no. Um, urine doesn't contain DNA normally. Sometimes it does. Uh, it gets sloughed off your intestines and your bowels, but generally DNA is not within urine. And if it is, generally the quality is not very high. The better quality sample of DNA you have, the better your results will be. Does the amount of nail clippings that you put in the remote matter? The more the better, or is one nail enough? Now you need a bucket full of nails. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it don't. Um, you can use a microscopic size sample of DNA in your sample. Size truly doesn't matter. DNA is very, very small. And you only theoretically need one fragment or one complete fragment of DNA to perform the treatment. And so when you think about forensics, um, crime lab people, when they do their testing, they're getting DNA from fingerprints, which is from the very fine 
surface layer of your skin and perspiration. And they can get viable DNA from that. So no, you don't need a bucket full of fingernails or DNA samples of any form. That's any portion size would do. When using nail clippings, can the nail have fingernail polish on it? Can you use a piece that has the polish cleaned off? And does it reduce the performance of the treatment? No, it doesn't matter. The nail polish itself does not contain DNA, and it's only the DNA that we're using. And so nail polish is fine. Is it possible to use foot nail? Yes. Well, foot nails has got the same keratin, which is the same, the same constituents of fingernails. Um, people generally use fingernails because the fingernails are thinner, they're easier to work with, and they can be more readily cut into smaller portions. And so it's really the convenience side, but no, you can use toenails if you like. Does DNA in nail degrade over time? Should I use fresh nails? There's two lines of thoughts on this. Many people use fingernails and they don't change the fingernail sample over a period of many years. And they get good results. Other people have been recommending that the fingernails be changed once a month, stating that the um, the performance will degrade over time. So there's two lines of thought. You can choose either one. Um, when, when you consider that um, DNA from millennia ago is still viable today, um, I think on that time scale, years is not really that long. But also considering that because it's so easy, to clip your fingernails. It's a routine that most people do often. You can easily, every time you cut your nails, just refresh the fingernail samples that you have. And so, in that case, if you are concerned about the freshness of your DNA, you can just do this every time you cut your nails. But it's certainly not necessary. Is resonant treatment suitable for all people? Well, I think applying to Spooky Remote, um, yes, it is suitable for all people. Of all the ways of applying frequencies, Spooky Remote is the safest. It's the most gentlest. It's possibly the slowest. But when speed is not an issue, when you've got a few weeks with which to resolve your health issues, Spooky Remote is the best way of applying the frequencies. And it is the safest because there's no electrons passing through your body. Electrons can cause damage if you pass the signal through your heart or if you use it above your head. There are dangers there. But with Spooky Remote, no, it's very, very safe. So it's safe for children. Um, it is the most safe method that we have. Another question, can fingernails from different people be mixed together? Well, the quick answer is yes. The longer answer is that it's not recommended because 
Um, there's really two reasons. The first one is when you have fingernail samples, what you generally find is that you'll be treating a group of people for one condition and then one member of the group will say, oh, I need to be treated for this as well. And being the good, being the good hearted, spooky user that you are, you, you decide to treat this other person. But if their DNA is mixed with the group, it's not possible to treat him separately. But more importantly, some researchers feel that it's better to keep the DNA samples separate and even separate from by a, a small distance because there can be some communication between the DNA samples which is certainly undesirable and so our recommendation is to envelope each person's DNA in a separate portion of tape, write the person's name and the date on that tape and keep that tape, if you can, separate from other people. We don't see any harm in having the DNA that's been um, put in tape inserted with other people's DNA within the same speaker remote, but certainly not touching the other people's DNA. We do recommend to keep it isolated in that way. Do I have to believe in the remote resonant treatment to have it working? Well, no. We haven't found any way to convince plants and animals that remote treatments work, but it does work for those two. And people that are skeptical about remote treatments, um, quite often their spouses have used their DNA sometimes covertly, but we don't recommend that. And the people have become better. Um, and so no, you certainly don't have to be believed. Spooky Remote is not a belief system. Um, we don't believe that the placebo effect works with plants and animals. And so no, it, it should work for people <laughs> that do not believe. And can animals be treated with remote treatments? Well, it's actually the preferred method of treatment for treating animals because animals don't like sitting in chairs holding contacts for very long periods of time. Um, it can be done if, the, if, your animal, if your pet is sleeping. You can perhaps slide in some contact plates beneath them. But remote treatments are by far the easiest way to apply frequencies to, to animals and plants. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's because of the convenience of speaker remote, it makes it convenient for more difficult patients. Are there any adverse effects on the remote resonant treatments? Well, no, there's not. At the beginning, some people feel a little bit unwell, but that is generally because of toxins being released into their body as a result of these healing frequencies being applied. Um, fortunately, Spooky2 has plenty of detox programs and a few excellent detox presets which have got programs contained in all the settings appropriately set to um, remove these toxins that are released as you're going down this healing path. So generally at the beginning, people feel a little bit groggy, a little bit tired, Sometimes they may have a headache, 
but over time these will subside. And so that's really the only um, bad side effect you will have when you start using speaker remote. Okay. Okay. Well, those were the pre-scripted questions. I've just had one in now. Uh, this question reads, when using multiple DNA stacked, um, one nail on people's on paper strip with tape holding it down, does one receive the most benefit? The, oh, I understand. They're asking, when DNA is placed one on top of the other, I've said just just before how many samples of DNA can be placed within a speaker remote. Well, if you have many samples of DNA within the same speaker remote, they've got to be placed on top of each other. And this person is asking, will the top person get the most benefit? Well, um, scalar fields, which is how speaker remote works, is transparent to almost everything and so it's passing through all the DNA. All the DNA samples will be getting the same fields passing through them and so the answer to that is um, no. The top one is not getting the best, um, the most frequency. Um, if you think it is then put your one on top but it's not the case. Um, they will be receiving the same amount of frequencies, the same strength of frequencies. Yes? Uh, this one was from, from, Susie, from, our, from Susie Smith, yes. She's a lovely lady. Thank you Susie for that question. Alright, so we'll now go into our contact mode pre-scripted questions. Okay, what, are the, what is the recommended way of holding the hand cylinders? The hand cylinders are two cylinders that you hold with either hand. Now, that's got s the disadvantage of um, the fact that the signal's only going from one contact, with, uh, one electrode, which is one hand cylinder, to the other. So it's only treating the top part of your body. It's not treating where most of your organs are, or your legs. And so um, what we've come up with is more contact mode accessories that allow more full body treatment. And so if you use one hand cylinder on your right hand, and you use a TENS pad, which is an adhesive pad that conducts electricity, on your left ankle area, your whole body will be treated. Now the reason we recommend using your right hand for the hand cylinder, if you use your left hand, the signal will pass through your heart, and we don't want to interfere with the electrical signals that your heart uses to function correctly. And so this, using your right hand, left foot, treatment path is a safe way of applying, of um, treating your whole body. It's a very long path that the electricity must take and it passes through most of your major organs. And so that's our recommended um, way of holding the hand cylinders. Um, the answer is one cylinder, one, one 
TENS pad or one conductor's sock or sleeve over your calf muscle or your, or your ankle area. Another question. Can two hands touch each other during contact session whilst using hand cylinders? Well, I assume they're asking my own two hands because you can touch someone else's hands while you're having your treatment, um, preferably your, your partner's hand. Um, no. If, um, the way that electricity works, it will always find the easiest path. It's like when you're going to work, you don't find the longest way to go to work. The way to um, drive is the shortest way and the fastest way, and electricity is the same. And so if you're touching your hands, the electricity will flow from one hand to the other, and it won't bother going the long way. It will go the short way, and so you won't be getting effective treatment. Is it okay if I wear metal rings on my fingers during contact session using hand cylinders? Um, metal, if you're wearing rings and they're easy to slip off, then you can do so. But generally we found that it doesn't affect treatment at all. The contact area of your hand on the hand cylinders is very large. If your ring is touching the hand cylinder, it's a very small area. Electricity being lazy you always goes the easy way so it passes through the large area to your through the skin on your palm, through your arm and down to the, your other hand cylinder. And so no, there's no harm in keeping your metal rings off your um, on your fingers while you're doing your treatment. Is it recommended to use wet paper toweling with spooky to metal hand cylinders? Well yes it is. Two reasons. First of all, it's always good, it's prudent to keep metal away from your skin in any way, just as a matter of precaution. We've always used surgical grade stainless steel, which is one of the least reactive metals to use. But it's great to have some form of, um, or something between the metal and your skin, just to prevent any sort of problem. Uh, the second reason, which is probably more important in our case, is water is a good conductor of electricity. And you want as good a contact as possible. And so if you place a wet tissue or wet cloth between the hand cylinder and your hand, it provides a larger surface area. The electricity will flow easier through your body and increase the effectiveness of the treatment. So yes, it is recommended. Um, it also helps prevent any sort of hot spots between the hand cylinders. If your skin is dry, sometimes the contact is not very good and your skin can have a reaction as the electricity passes through it. If your skin is wet, there's, a, um, there's no way that a hot spot can form and your skin will be better protected against that. And so it's really three reasons why we recommend that we use some sort of wet cloth or wet tissue between the hand cylinder and your skin. Of course, if you use a wet tissue, you can discard the tissue later. So it may be more hygienic for clinical use. How many times can I reuse TENS pads? Can TENS pads be reused? 
TENS pads are the are little adhesive pads that stick to your body and wires plug into them, or a wire plugs into each pad, and the electricity flows through these pads. Um, the adhesive um, side of the pad can dry out over time. And so generally re recommend around 20 times usage for these pads. Only, we recommend also to use them only for yourself. Don't use them with someone else because we don't want to have any sort of cross-contamination. But we find that after 20 sessions, the adhesive um, side of the pad loses stickiness. And when you have a poor contact, this is when you'll get the hot spots, which I was referring to before. And you have the possible chance of your skin burning under the pad. And so always use a pad that has got a very good sticky side and hasn't dried out. Also, as you use TENS pads or any other contact means, if you feel uncomfortable, stop your treatment and seek some form of advice. Um, we found that some people have been using um, treatment methods um, with, a, with spooky software set to 100% offset. Um, that's fine for short durations, but for any longer durations, it can cause acid buildup underneath the tense pad or underneath the hand cylinders and that can damage your skin. So if you feel uncomfortable, it could be the early signs of your skin being irritated. So please stop and make some form of adjustments so that you don't feel this irritation. Is the wrist a good location to use TENS pads or should it be more specific to the problem area? Well, the inside of the wrist is actually not a very good place to apply the TENS pads because it's right over a blood vessel and we don't recommend this. Um, yes, you should either place TENS pads over the problem area or across the problem area because as you can recall I mentioned earlier, the electricity will flow between the electrodes. The TENS pads are electrodes and so if you have a problem area and you place TENS pads either side of the area, the electricity must pass through the problem area. <laughs> okay. Can I use the TENS pads and spooky tubes anywhere on the body? Well, the TENS pads are good for where there's not too much hair on your body. They've got to make contact with your skin. And so don't apply them where you've got plenty of hair. Um, we don't recommend any form of contact um, treatment above the neckline because your skin's very sensitive there and there's a very important organ in, in many people right about here. And so um, that's another reason why you shouldn't apply it above your neckline. We don't apply, I don't recommend you to apply them over blood vessels or parts of your body where um, there's a joint like um, directly on your ankle bone. Um, 
where there's not much soft tissue under your skin, the electricity will have problems flowing and you may cause problems. And so we recommend it recommend the TENS pads to be placed where there's muscle tissue underneath, where there's not much hair and where the contact's going to be good. Okay. How many times a day can I use Spooky 2 in contact mode? Well, in most situations, we recommend twice a day. Um, there may be some conditions that require more, and certainly some of the more serious conditions uh, do require more treatment times. Um, there's many instances where we'd use contact mode overnight, but you must be very, very careful um, before doing this, do a few test runs to make sure that your body can handle such an intensive treatment and that the equipment that you're using is suitable for overnight sessions. So maybe if you do plan to do an overnight session, try it for an hour initially. If you're using a TENS pad, treat yourself for an hour, then remove the pad, inspect your skin under the pad very carefully, make sure there's no damage, um, and exercise caution if you do ever go to the overnight treatments. Okay. I don't feel any current using TENS pads. Um, and this person's asking why. Well, if you're not feeling any current, that's actually fantastic because many people report the opposite. They find that contact treatment is quite painful uh, and it can be painful for several reasons. Um, the first one I touched on earlier is offsets. If you use an offset in your uh, in your settings, you'll, you may get, an, or you almost certainly will get, an acid buildup underneath your pads or underneath your hand cylinders. And this is a very strong irritant. Um, so most of our presets that we supply with Spooky2 have got contact mode um, settings for a 0% offset. Um, the other reason why some people find that um, contact treatment modes are painful is the frequencies that they're using. Below 10 kilohertz, um, our, our nerves are very sensitive and they can feel the electricity passing through them and it's experienced as pain. <laughs> and so that's the last thing you want if you're not feeling very well. Um, in this instance, what people do is they apply what they call a harmonic, which is a higher frequency, which does the same job but makes it less painful. I've got a very great support crew here. And so if you're using the higher frequencies, then the frequencies will not be felt. You won't feel them at all. And so you can do longer treatments comfortably that way. Um, there was another thing I was going to touch on, but I can't recall. I'll probably come back to it later. Um, okay. Is it possible to use two generators at the same time? treatment modes. It's a good idea 
in theory because it means you can halve your treatment time. If you've got a set number of programs to run, you can run half the programs on one generator and the other half on the other generator. But in practice, it doesn't work that way. What happens is the signals from one generator will, by, will bypass your body and short to the other generator. And so the electron flow through your body will not be where you want it to flow. And so, no, don't use two generators simultaneously. Um, for, the, for the technical people listening, uh, it is possible to do this, but you've got to ensure that the generators are electrically isolated from each other. And because the generators are running from the same computer, the USB ports connect them electrically. And so in the L generators, it's not possible to use more than one at the same time. Okay. Is Spectrum Sweep recommended for contact mode? Spectrum is a clever way where Spooky can provide many frequencies at the same time. Um, commonly people apply a spectrum value of 96, which is 96 different frequencies simultaneously. And so that sounds really amazing, but it has got a downside. Um, if you're applying frequencies to your body um, and you're applying 96 of them, the output power from the generator is divided into 96. And so we have found that, um, well, it's possible, but it's not recommended because the effectiveness is radically reduced. Even applying a spectrum value of 2 is not recommended because the again the um, the power for each frequency is halved and so um, that's really why we don't recommend using spectrum wonderful okay Okay, right. Well, I've had two questions regarding contact mode given now. Um, the first question is by the, uh, the man himself, David Berg. Um, he's part of the core team of Spooky2. Without him, we wouldn't have Spooky now. And the question reads, is it safe to wash the textile electrodes in the Spooky2 kit? And how is this done? We, um, at the beginning, we used to have only our steel handheld electrodes, David. Um, but very recently, we've introduced non-metallic accessories for contact mode as well. Um, and we've produced our, um, our conductive rubber handheld cylinders. In our instructions that we supply with cylinders, we recommend to keep them dry. But the truth of the matter is it doesn't really, doesn't really matter. There's nothing to corrode in the hand cylinders. And it's a good idea to really clean things regularly that you're in regular contact with. And so it is safe and it's okay to wash the 
hand cylinders of that type, but please make sure that you dry them before you use them next. It's okay to use a wet cloth around the hand cylinders, but I'm really talking about inside the hand cylinders themselves because you don't want to have a pool of water inside that breeds bacteria. So for hygiene reasons, it's best to dry them between sessions if you do clean them. But it's certainly safe and it's certainly okay. Thank you for the question. Oh, David, you've, um, the other questions from you as well. Um, would a sock and glove be safer than TENS pads for overnight contact treatments? Hmm. I guess it would be, I guess it would be, David. Um, but for this reason, um, contact treatments rely on a contact electrode being placed against your skin. The larger the contact is, the safer it is because it means each portion of the skin is carrying a reduced current. Now the socks and the gloves cover your complete foot and your complete hand. So, and so um, is applying the, the frequencies through the back of your hand, the front of your hand, and also surrounding your foot. Um, we do recommend that you put any contact type accessory, apart from the TENS pads, over damp skin. And so for the duration of a complete night, there is a possibility that your skin dries out, in which case it wouldn't be good. Um, people have put conductive creams over their hands prior to putting the gloves on. And these creams do last overnight quite well. They've reported great success. But the same with any method of applying contact mode, David. Um, we do recommend that you give it a try for progressively longer periods of time. Always err on the side of caution. Um, the last thing you want is any sort of skin damage. But um, as a direct answer to your question, I'd say yes, gloves and socks would be safer than TENS pads for overnight treatments. There's also the possibility, David, of movement during the night. Everyone rolls around in their sleep and TENS pads can become dislodged, whereas gloves and socks are more stable. And so it's possibly a better method than that way. Are there any other questions in contact mode? We've got a lot of, I better, I better keep tracking because there's plenty of potential to cover. Okay, plasma mode. Um, how far does the plasma in Spooky 2 Central work? Well, there's two, two main different types of fields that our Spooky Central plasma unit produces. Um, there's the near field and the far field. The near field is, uh, it emanates around one foot from the tube. And so for the best, um, treat, uh, the most efficient treatments, we recommend that people get very, very close to the tube or even hug the tube. The tube normally would not get very hot if it's allowed to have air ventilated around it freely. Um, so um, that's one type of field that the tube produces. The far field extends much further. And um, the far field can be used for treating 
other other um, other types of conditions. If your house has got mold, for example, it can be used to eradicate the mold, um, and it can be used for treating several people simultaneously if they are close to the tube. But again, as I said before, uh, near field is the most effective, and it provides the fastest results. What is the frequency range of the plasma? Uh, Spooky Central works from 100 kilohertz to 3.5 megahertz. That's the operating range of the tube. Um, our phenotron tube, um, which is our round tube, can have a lower frequency um, applied to it. It will still work. Um, but that's the recommended range for our Spooky Central unit. There's no harm in running it at a very low frequency. It's self-protected. We don't recommend going into the low kilohertz range. But as an example, I've run Spooky Central with our plasma unit, with our Phanatron plasma, um, at 60 kilohertz successfully. I was careful with the way that I lay the high voltage cables that go to the tube, but it ran that frequency fine. So um, that's the range, that's possibly the lowest I'd want to run the plasma unit at. Is the plasma tube powerful enough to treat the whole body or, or can it just treat one body part? Well, we've got our straight plasma tube. That's probably best suited for whole body treatments because of its shape. It's long and it can be held against the body. It's got a larger treatment area. But when you spread a set power over a larger area, you get less power at any particular point. We developed our spooky Phanatron tube, which has a more focused beam. And so if you hold a Phanatron tube against your body, your whole body will still get full body treatment. Um, the part where the tube is actually touching your body part will get a greater treatment, but your whole body will still get frequencies applied. Pardon me. Is the plasma tube UV shielded? This is a very important question. Um, some experimenters have created their have made their own machines, and their machines produce copious ultraviolet light. Generally, um, when you add mercury to the gas, it provide the tube will emit a huge amount of ultraviolet light. Um, mercury is a poison, but it's not that which you know, it's its interaction with the gas ions that produces the ultraviolet. Um, they add mercury because it makes the tube bright and it also makes it easier to run. It looks more impressive because it's brighter and it's louder. Um, but the problem is the ultraviolet. Um, also, the glass type that is used um, cannot quite often be very transparent to ultraviolet light. Now, the um, spooky tubes use no mercury whatsoever in, um, within the tube at all. And so, no, um, there will be a tiny amount of ultraviolet being emitted by the tube, but it is very low level and it is safe. Is 
is it possible to attach other plasma tubes which have been bought from other companies? Uh, well, it is. Um, there's nothing really special about our tubes apart from the fact that they're made by a loving company that cares for our users. <laughs> but but um, please use a tube that's designed for low voltage use. It must have internal electrodes. And use a quality tube. We don't recommend using mercury because it makes the tube emit lots of ultraviolet light and there is the danger of mercury always being released by the tube. Okay, does a plasma tube have the ability to produce many frequencies at the same time? Well actually, yes it is, and you don't actually have to apply different frequencies to the tube simultaneously for that effect. A plasma tube will always introduce its own harmonics to the frequencies, and this is part of the magic behind plasma. Plasma can have a single frequency applied and many different frequencies will be simultaneously emitted by the tube. There's many tricks that can be used as well to um, make the tube produce simultaneous frequencies. We can use a carrier if you insist and modulate that and the many sideband frequencies are provided. There's disadvantages in, in that and other methods, um, and the, you know, these have been covered before with the contact mode where the power of the tube is being spread over many frequencies. It's better to apply and focus these frequencies in the area where you need them rather than areas which are not needed. Um, so yes, it is possible to apply many different frequencies, but it's not recommended to do so, if you can possibly help it. Can we use Spooky Central for healing and detox frequencies? Yes, you can use the Spooky Central for healing and detox. There's a preset specifically for that. Um, this preset makes the tube run in beat frequency mode and so if you use beat frequencies effectively you can run very very low frequencies which um, perform the healing and detox functions. Uh, what is the maximum time I can use the plasma simultaneous, uh, uh, continuously? <laughs> uh, well there's no maximum time really. Different people have got different sensitivities. Some people are very sensitive to the signals that the plasma puts out. And so in, in that case, you'd want to use Spooky Central for short durations. But we find that most people are okay with overnight treatments. And so they place the tube next to them on top of the bed sheets or even below the bed um, during the night. And then they can form their treatments. Um, if you do use Spooky Central overnight, just make sure that the tube has always got um, ventilation around it. Um, to help um, yourself sleeping, you can buy a sleeping mask, which is what they sell at uh, travel agencies and chemist shops and places like this, drugstores if you're American. And you place this mask over your eyes and it stops the flashing light. 
but um, many people do this. Some programs are long programs and it is necessary to run them overnight because it's not fun to sit in the same place for eight hours at a stretch. Um, and there's you know, been great reports back from these people. What is the difference between the two spooky tubes? Well, the straight tube that we saw, um, that has got a predominantly argon gas inside with a little bit of helium for good measure. Um, the tube is good for whole body use. There's no body, there's no focusing of the beam. Our spooky phanatron contains pure helium and no other gas. Um, it's got a special um, glass, glass type which is strong and allows the signals to pass through. It's got two convenient holders so you can easily hold it against your body or place it on a flat surface for longer treatments if you wish. Um, those are the main differences. There's many other differences. The Phanatron tube is my personal favourite because um, it, it does a partial focusing of the uh, field and so the treatment is quicker. Uh, okay, it's got some answers here in the pre-scripted questions. Um, I didn't mention that the frequency range of the Phanatron tube is a little bit higher, um, a little bit broader I should say. Um, okay, that's the other, that's that, okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Well, I, at the beginning of this talk, I was worried about whether I'd have enough information, enough material to sort of pack out. But it seems like I've overrun. Um, we have, we've got cold laser and other things, but there's been a few questions rolling. Right, and then in our next seminar session, we may cover the uh, different modes in more detail, the the um, different ways that uh, frequencies can be applied. Now we've got a question from Chris Williams. Is the disintegrator factor in the MW database being researched and reintroduced? Chris, this is a wonderful question. It's um, um, something that we've been working on just recently, which is why I guess it's um, causing a bit of confusion. The disintegrator factor was a factor that we had within Spooky that converted the frequency to allow for the fact that frequencies travel slower through human tissue or through any tissue. Um, we came to realize that disintegrator factor is the wrong term to use because it's not disintegrating. It's not, it doesn't increase the uh, disintegrative abilities of a frequency. All it does is convert a frequency from one frequency to another. When you apply at 100 hertz, 100 kilohertz, for example, to your body, the wavelength will be a certain length. This length will be much less actually within your body because it travels slower. So we now have renamed it to tissue factor, which more closely matches the function of that factor. 
and um, that's you're really asking is it being recommended? No, and the reason is this: the tissue factor is different for different people. It's different for the same person and through different parts of your body. Uh, the tissue factor is different through muscle, than through bone, through brain, through your pancreas. Different parts of your body will have different tissue factors, and so this is why we've we regard it as experimental. Um, but no, we don't use that now for our MW, which is our molecular weight database, or our BP, which is which is our base pair database. We recommend you use the raw values, which use the speed of light through a vacuum as part of the calculation. The, um, the, if you do get a chance, look up permittivity of tissue types, and you'll see why we don't recommend to use our tissue factor in your um, programs. Okay, Andre Cal Calendar, sorry. Um, you're asking me, what are the benefits in today's release of BP and Newport options, uh, uh, sorry, adoptions? Um, Newport is a researcher who's been around for a great number of years, highly respected. Um, he's developed many programs for treating many, many conditions, and in true spooky nature, we robbed <laughs> his. We're, we're we're using his research and his findings in our programs, um, in 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 our um, presets and programs that we've got within Spooky too. And the latest release has got um, David Burke has uh, adapted his programs to be used in Spooky too, so all of our users can benefit from the wisdom of this wise man. Um, what are the benefits? Well, everyone can benefit because his frequencies work, and they've been proven to work. The base pair frequencies have got the benefit in that they're precise, they're exact. You don't need to apply wobble to these, you can apply these frequencies directly, and they um, will work and they can be mathematically proven. You've asked another question, um, when doing a biofeedback scan, will these new entries uh, from BP and Newport be um, passed into body via remote mode? Yes, when you do a biofeedback scan, there's a facility of doing refinement scan. And you can use entries from any of the Spooky2 databases, whether it's a Newport frequency set or there's a set from the base pairs. And Spooky2 will report back with the exact frequencies to apply. Um, having said that, we don't recommend using um, a refinement scan for the base pair frequencies because those frequencies are already exact. They're not determined through through experimentation. They've been calculated, and so there's no benefit from doing a refinement scan using base pair. But certainly, any of the other frequency sets, you can do refinement scans. Um, and so, yes, you can do um, biofeedback using any of those frequency sets. Okay. A question from Georgina Hall. I, th I hope I've got your name right. Um, I must. Um, uh, um, okay. Some healers say that in order for 
<laughs> your font, your font size is very small. In order for, or maybe if you're right. Okay, so when using Spooky Remote, uh, sure, I understand. Uh, Georgina was asking, is it necessary to apply uh, colored light to the subject whilst doing remote treatment? They're saying that the um, treatments are, um, have got greater benefit. And have we experimented in doing this ourselves? No, we haven't tried experimenting with that. Um, there's many different ways that um, spooky two treatments can be applied. You've got, um, you know, Georgina, we are not all knowing. Sitting here now, I can't explain fully how remote treatments work. I can't, I can't explain the mechanics. Mankind can't explain the mechanics fully. Um, and maybe, maybe in the distant future, we can. Um, and so, yes, there may be benefit in, in shining a light of a certain colour, you know, simultaneously on the DNA sample and the person, or just on the on the recipient person, we don't know, <laughs> um, and we haven't we haven't tried it. Perhaps what we do rely a lot on is report back reports from our users. We've got thousands of users, which effectively means we've got thousands of researchers, and so as the as we get reports back, we combine these in the methods in our, in our manuals of treatment. So Spooky2 is always continuously improving through the feedback of our users. Okay, another question. Which program or programs can be best used to support kidney function? This is a question from Jarrett um, Egbert. Uh, Jarrett. Hi Jarrett, thanks for your question. Um, yes. Certainly. Uh, kidneys have got a detoxing function and there's many programs within Spooky Central which assist the kidneys in detoxing the body. Um, uh, one of these is the Terrain Protocol which has been put together which combines many different programs. Uh, this um, protocol was written as a preset which you run within Spooky um, and it helps the kidneys perform the function of filtering out um, the poisons within your body. It's a very important thing to run detox whilst running killing programs because, of course, you know, pathogens, when they die, they spill out the poison contents into your blood, into your, into your lymphatics. You've got to remove these poisons um, and you want to help your body do so. And so, we do recommend running detox programs. And so these are the ones that we recommend for assisting your kidneys in performing their function. Okay, Diana Smith, you asked the question, will I be able to... <laughs> will I be able to... Um,
Oh, wonderful. Okay, Diana, you're asking, do you need more than one generator um, to treat yourself, to detox yourself? Uh, yes, you can. We know that many people um, just can't afford a kit, and so they buy the minimum, which is a generator, speaker remote. Um, that's perfectly fine. We find that some conditions do require more than one generator. Certainly the more serious ones, um, the, 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 bad ser you know, the bad conditions do need to have multiple generators. Um, but if, you're, if your condition is a minor one, certainly you can do that. Um, just use one generator. You, you can alternate the programs between killing and detoxing. So the program um, you know, destroys the pathogen and then the detox removes it from your body. Um, so yes, it is, it is possible. But um, of course the disadvantage is it will take longer um, to do that. So um, yes, if your condition is a, a, you know, an easy one to heal. My, we do recommend that um, you know, things like headaches and, and sleep problems, you know, a single generator is fine for that. But for, for the major ones, no, go for more generators if you can afford it. Okay, actually there's quite a few questions to go through. Maybe I'll answer them a little bit faster. What is the difference between, between Kroll, oh. <laughs> Oh, okay, the biofeedback, yeah, this, this question will take a little bit of time to answer. So this is from Chris Williams. Thanks for the question, Chris. You're asking me what is the difference between the program, the different shells that control um, biofeedback scan. Um, perhaps we can answer this at a different uh, SAMA um, session in more detail. Uh, and briefly, um, spooky biofeedback works in different ways. It can tell you which frequencies are most beneficial within a program. Um, it can tell you which exact frequencies um, work within a program. Uh, and we've got videos on our uh, spooky2videos.com uh, which explain in more detail. And perhaps um, I suggest that um, you and others that want to know a, a more complete answer to this question, um, go to that site and have a look at the, um, the way that the different presets control the biofeedback scans. Okay, Lionel Leary. Hi Lionel. Lionel, you asked the question, um, gosh, um, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yes. You're asking, do you need to run two biofeedback scans, one for healing, one for killing, and run them at the same time simultaneously on two generators? No, um, you don't uh, generally do that. Um, the healing frequencies, we're, um, we're, we're moving slowly away from defining a program as a healing program, um, frequencies shake. And so 
by virtue of their nature, most frequencies will kill something if it's tuned to that something, if it's tuned to the target. And so you certainly do a biofeedback um, scan for the program which is designed to um, kill whatever you want to kill and make yourself better. But the ones, the programs for detox, you don't generally need to run a biofeedback scan for those. Um, generally, the detox programs are, to, are designed to improve your kidney functions to um, make uh, to help your body remove heavy metals which are latent and been um, you know long standing within your body and so you don't generally generally need to run biofeedback scans for those but certainly for the first okay thundering on okay oh, I don't Arthur Stew the the writing. I'm sorry. Arthur St. James, sorry. Um, it's, the, it's the way that the writing has been <laughs> presented to me. Um, You're asking about um, carrier waves, how to set up a fixed carrier, um, presumably for Spooky Central. Um, you're asking how is it done? You didn't find the information um, in any of the presets. We don't recommend using a fixed carrier. The presets that we write are the presets that we would use on ourselves and the ones we love. And so we know the dangers of a fixed carrier. Um, it's not safe to, in, my, in our opinion, it's not safe to apply a fixed powerful frequency for an extended period of time. And that's precisely what a carrier wave does. And so this is why we don't provide a preset for that. We. I have touched on one of the videos I've produced before, how to um, how to set up Spooky for a fixed carrier, and um, the manual does give instructions on how to do this. Um, possibly in the time that we have left, I haven't got sufficient time, but it's it's it's, it's easily possible. Um, and um, we recommend you read the the user's guide, which is written by David Berg, and. Um, you'll get the information there on how to set up your Spooky Central with a fixed carrier. Um, Arthur Stubb. Oh, I'm sorry, Arthur, you've written the same. Oh my goodness, Arthur, you've got an inquisitive mind. You're asking um, what's coming up. Well, we've got many exciting things coming up, but unfortunately I can't tell you what they are. Uh, <laughs> but they're coming up, um, there's two big things that will change the landscape of rifing forever, in our opinion. Um, and so they're very exciting and they're going to be very, very effective, but we cannot give the details, I'm sorry.
certainly. Okay, Lionel Levy, you've asked us, can we use gloves and socks together with two generators? No, the signals from the two genera generators will cancel each other out. Because the two generators are connected to the same computer via, via USB, they're electrically connected together. And so the signal from one generator will go directly to the other generator. It will, short, will bypass much of your body. Okay, are there any other questions? <laughs> okay. Um, Judy Maxworth, Maxworth, I'm sorry if I've got your name wrong. Um, how close can your generators be? You've got your system set up with speaker remotes. Your generators can be as close as you like, really. Um, the way that I have my setup, I have one generator on top of the other stacked carefully so they don't tip over and I have them right next to each other. Inherently there will be a distance, a small distance between each remote and that's sufficient. Um, what you do have to always ensure is that there's a bit of cooling space around the generator so there's no overheating. Um, the easiest way to set up the generators is set them up horizontally and just have them, you can have them touching each other. There's no distance required between the generators. There's no need to have an air gap. And when you do that, the um, speaker remotes themselves will be easy to be accessed and there's a slight gap between each remote. But um, there's no, uh, no set distance to have no necessary gap between the generators. You can have them as close as you like. Mm. Right. Echo is making the point that some users have felt that there does need to be a distance between the remote transmitters. There's two lines of thought. Um, some people have felt that a distance of six inches between the remote transmitters is required because the um, otherwise you'll get interference between the between the remote uh, remotes. Um, until now, we've had them pretty much end on end, and uh, we found that um, the results have been good. An early researcher, um, Johann Stegman used to have his uh, remote transmitters pretty much touching each other and um, he had quite amazing results and so it's I guess it's um, still out for the uh, the verdict is still <laughs> hasn't been made yet um, we're still keeping our remotes close together and we haven't had any bad you know bad results as, uh, in doing so any other questions? Well, that's it. I, I'm not sure whether we've gone past time, but thank you so much. I'd like to thank all the audience in participating. Um, this SAMA is a new um, feature. This is our very first one, which is, explains why I've been fidgeting a lot. Um, and it's been, it's
been unrehearsed and so there's been a few glitches but there's many other there's many experts out there who we want to have in our program so they can share their experience with our users um, we plan to have it so that um, people can ask the questions during an initial talk and the expert then gets shown these questions and they can answer the questions they wish to answer so we don't want to have any pressure you know given to our experts but we value information Inform knowledge is power power is strength we want our users to learn from these experts if they've got things to share if you have got an area of knowledge that you think people can benefit from we'd love to have you here you can email us directly at sama at spooky2rife.com and um, please um, let us know what you'd like to talk about. Uh, there's researchers whom I would love to have on this program and I'll be approaching these researchers directly in due course and humbly asking them to come on board and, and talking about their area of expertise. The focus of SAMA is not spooky. I've already covered the, um, the accessories and the mode of transmission of spooky, but we'd love to cover many, many different other areas. We want to cover the, um, the rife history. We'd like to um, go into high-powered microscopes and acupuncture, many, you know, colour therapy, there's so many different ways that people can heal and so we'd love to have you here and we'd love to share your information with our users so everyone becomes um, more able to heal themselves and their loved ones. So thank you for bearing with me. Um, we'll, our next summer session will be next week. Um, we will have an expert here and we'll be talking about some other detail. Please um, use this information for goodness. Um, learn to take control over your own health conditions. Be strong and share your knowledge with others. Thank you so much and goodbye.